never have time to intercept you. Gronk is out, and that's an issue. Okay. Hey. The offense, it was nice this weekend, and I know we can win it all again. I know you miss four stars. Prove that you're greedy, not a broke down star. Full rings, no flaws. Still in hook and pretty model, Giselle's bra. And I, 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 time. Yeah, I, 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 time. So Brady, pull me closer to more Super Bowl exposure. Raise that MVP award while you're hoisted on our shoulders. Throw that pass that beats the corner off that pump fake that you sold. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vault Studios NFL podcast. I'm your host, James Arthur. Joining me as always, Richie Garraway. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. Do you like that song? <laughs> no, that was awful. Yep. You didn't like it? Get out. I like the fact someone went to the effort for doing it, and it was a bit funny, but it wasn't, like, good. Ram it's way better. Ram it is excellent. <laughs> you can't... If you're going to compare every song back to Ram it, you're never going to like a song again. Like, let's be honest. I kind of like the Super Bowl shuffle as well. That's good. It's just so bad. Ruxin Super Bowl shuffle? <laughs> They're all bad. The Ruxin Super Bowl shuffle was good from the first season of the league. For they, ram it all day and ram it all night. they didn't ram it last night. <laughs> they didn't... <laughs> they didn't do anything. They didn't ram... I don't know what they did when they got home, but they didn't ram anything during the day. They should have cried themselves to sleep. <laughs> they should have done. Pathetic. Well, quickly, I'm just trying to share the podcast as we speak. It's normally... Uh, I could take over real quick. The intro. I'm almost done. The intro is normally okay. a little bit longer. Dan, cut it off short because he's a dog. No, nah, I'm all done. Yeah, it's usually a minute. Is it? Yeah, you okay. do a minute and then five seconds of fade out because it's nicer if you fade out. I know Richie doesn't like the hard stops. <laughs> yep, hate him. Hates so. a hard stop. Hates it. Uh, you can find our uh, website, vaultstudio.com.au. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, just search The Vault Studio on Twitter. We are at The Vault underscore studio. Find us there. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio if you would like to support us. The off-season is coming up. This is when we are going to build things. So now is the time to support. We do not stop. So support us if you can. There's a $1 a month and a $5 a month. If not, no problem. But if you do, if you can spare that money, we would love it and would very much appreciate it. Uh before we move on, Dan, you've got a question, I believe, from our great man, Regan. Yeah, Regan wants to know our thoughts on uh, Van- uh, Valentine Holmes. So, you know, he's putting in the hard yards to reach his NFL dream. They're training us at a few positions at the moment, in running back as a receiver in the slot and on special teams as a returner. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are your thoughts? Who are we talking about? Valentine Holmes, Holmes, the next rugby Who? superstar to go over. Hey, Richie, Richie's being facetious. <laughs> yeah. Word of the day. Nice. I've word of and the you, day toilet paper. you said paper. it correctly. For, is it, is no, that, no, I was being You pronounced it correctly. It's not yeah. facetious? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I practiced this for Focaccia? an hour and I was, I was in the shower with my little shaving mirror going, Vasetius, Vasetius. And Sophie walked in and said, It's facetious, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like her. Yeah, yeah. She just went straight after it. Um, what do I think of Valentine's Holmes? I think the media coverage in Australia is an absolute fucking joke and I'm sick of hearing about how they're holding personal press conferences for him when it's just a part of the program he's in. I think it's great that he's in the program and that he's in that international program and that the NFL are looking at him and he's trying hard to make the NFL. Do I think he'll be successful? Uh, he might pull a Jared Hayne and luck himself into a season, but I don't think overall he can be a successful player in the NFL. That's just my thoughts. I don't think he's a bad person or anything like that. I just hate the Australian media and how they do not 
They literally write articles and lie about what's happening just to get clicks. And it's not, that's not right. The best one was when uh, the article said he was... Because he's at IMG Academy and... Um, Brad Wing's dad? Yeah, Brad Wing's dad's like a Works there or something? In the office. And it said, you know, Brad Wing's dad is helping... It Barry. It was Barry's, Barry's dad. Was Sorry. Yeah. And he's helping him into the thing. And then and then in the article, like halfway down, it mentioned that they didn't never actually met or like they passed each other in the yeah. halls. But he wasn't personally overseeing anything. I'm like, no. who, who wrote the title? Obviously, they never didn't read the article. No, they did read the article. They just wanted clicks. It's They're appealing to a very broad market of NFL fans, of people that click because they're an Australian then you've got a guy like Adam Gotsis who's playing really well in the NFL and literally can't get anything like no one ever talks about him no, we you know, talk about him Jordan Malata didn't even get that much exposure when he like was successful he's been more, as successful as you know more successful as a lot of other guys he finished on IR right no no he just he didn't get to play this year so I, but he was on the active roster at yeah he's on the active roster all year yeah he's on, he's on the 53 all year oh I could have sworn he ended up an IR. Maybe. Okay. I, I, I might be wrong. I didn't really follow him closely. And then when the season's rolling, I don't tend to follow any guys who are on the back end of a roster. But I hope he's very successful. And we see him play. Jason Peters is getting old. He's got a, he's got a good chance to compete and play next year. So that'll be exciting. But my, my thought on Valentine's Holmes is fine, good. If you want to follow his career, follow it and see how he goes. But follow it properly. Don't follow it with Fox Sports. And, you know, ESPN Australia are a little bit better, but not much. Um, just... Follow it for what it is, and that's fine. It, c- it can be what it is. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. He's trying out, and he's doing well so far, so enjoy that. The hardest thing is, at the end of the day, they need, as you rightly point out, they need clicks or views or eyeballs, whatever, however you want to do it. Mm. And if people haven't heard of somebody, they never click on it. Mm. And I'll give you a perfect example. With Grid on Down Under, I'd do a big story or i try and put something together for the guys who are over there. And you'd get more clicks for an article about themselves. You know, so at the end of the day, people are only going to look. They they know this. I've already forgotten this guy's name. What is it? Valentine something? Val, Val, Holmes. Val Holmes. I think it's pronounced Valentine Holmans. So he's clearly a name that people know and they're going to click on it. At the end of the day, that's all they care about because it's all about advertising. Yep, 100%. That, that's our thoughts on it. I click on it with ad blocker on. <laughs> <laughs> if, he, if he makes it, he makes it. How do you get ad blocker? You just download it. On you block on your block. phone. Yeah, it's a bit more difficult on phone. But on your computer, Desktops. you can download it. Very easy. What about a Microsoft Surface Pro? Definitely. Okay, done. I'm gonna download that tomorrow. So it just blocks all those crappy ads that come up in yeah, your videos just and everything. Download UBlock Origin. That's the best. UBlock Orgy. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just getting off the rails. Um, before we get into the serious coverage, there's something I want to discuss, and I want your opinion on it, Richie. Shoot. Did you see? Tom Brady and Robert Kraft make out after the game? No, because at that point I was just back at the bar. But I have seen some images put together where it's just people from the Patriots making out with each other. Yeah, look, I have a video um, and a song that describes... And for everyone's knowledge, Dan just worked out last show of this season 30 to, seconds before how to make well, videos play sound for us as well as you guys so we're actually going to hear it I found a song and a video that explains exactly why Tom Brady kisses Robert Kraft on the lips like that right. play it Dan to me those balls are perfect I can only speak for myself I don't want anyone touching the balls loving the balls to me those balls are perfect 
Thank you, Tom. That's why. Fantastic. Cheap, cheap joke. The only person he kisses harder than Robert Kraft is, is his, his son. son. <laughs> hey. All right, let's move on to the serious stuff. Uh, blind, blind man saw that coming. <laughs> first of all, overall view. If you're not a football freak show like I think I am and analyze defensive line play and crap like that, which I tend to do and love to do, if you're not that sort of person, which is absolutely fine, I'm tipping that's why you watch me and hear me talk about it because you want to hear the research I've done and get the information. So, absolutely fine. This Super Bowl would have been boring. I, I can 100% appreciate that to the average consumer or the you know mild NFL fan or even a big NFL fan, but they just like scoring, I get it. But what you have to appreciate about this game just as an overall is what Bill Belichick did. And I, I just... I think it's... I thought it was official already, but it's even more official now. He is the greatest coach in the history of sport. I don't think it's even just NFL anymore. It's the history of professional, amateur, whatever you want. He is the best coach ever in any category. I think you got to be a little careful because someone's going to come along and find some manager in the Serie A who's won a thousand titles. I don't care. So. Sorry, in, sorry, in sports that don't have guys wearing uh, shin pads and falling on the ground crying because the wind blew too hard. He's the best ever. Okay. Yeah, so soccer doesn't count. As far as NFL goes, I, I completely agree with you. The only people who've got more championships before the Super Bowl, the people like I think George Hallis before the Super Bowl existed has got like eight or something. And it's uh, not even the same game anymore. No, exactly right. It's completely changed. There's salary caps. Um, a free agency, all, all these things. You can't just sign a guy to a shitty deal. He gets Sacks good, and you, and you got him stuck forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, all those good things. Yeah. So I think I completely agree with you. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the layman's view a little bit. It wasn't a good. It wasn't enjoyable to watch. No, no, I can totally it, understand. It, it was hard to watch. Um, I think if you're a casual fan, that was the first time you watched it. You're probably not coming back. Um, and I get it, but the way. The game unfolded, I thought, was really interesting in that it was tight buttholes for four quarters. Nobody wanted to try anything for the fear uh, of giving up the play that made the whole difference. See, I, I, I think the Rams definitely. But if you watch the, the Patriots tried, they just... Brady threw a pick on his first... Let's just get into the first quarter because this is where like, they outgained them 122 yards to 29 in the first quarter. You've got the first drive, they run four plays, rushing, get two first downs with four plays. The first play was like, I'm like, had a boner over it. That's they let Sue go yeah, unblocked. and whammed him. It, it was, was such a awesome. good play. Fullback uh, wham, unblocked, up the middle, 11 yards. Yeah, all the Patriot fans are just yelling like idiots. And I'm like, oh, what a fucking good block. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, cool, I must cool be the play. only person who saw it. And I'm like, Desperately think oh, I gotta find that later because I really want to draw that up and have a Do proper look at it. Do you know how ballsy it is to leave Indama and Sue unblocked? Well, it, it it was kind of the game plan. They they doubled Donald on everything, every yeah. single play he was doubled, and they tried to control what Sue was going to do and yeah. block him in different ways constantly. Yeah, the two ends almost had zero impact on the game, and they decided the entire game plan was stopping the two insides, and they. Sue got blocked from the side, from pulls. They moved him to wins, end. I said. They moved him to end a few just times to try, to try and get, and get him one-on-one. On one, and yep. he's not he's on end. They shouldn't have done that. No. Um, 
I think so. You get those yards. You, you see the pick thrown, interception thrown on the first play was a bet. One of the guys at the Sporting Globe had that bet sitting on nice. the table. He had fifty dollars on it. Holy! What was it paying? I, I it, wasn't it like. It had to be like a couple hundred to one. To, sure. Yeah, you would have thought so. He acted like it. I, I'm pretty sure he was crying. I would be if I had fifty bucks on something at so a couple of hundred. Have a look, Dan. See if you can find it because it was. I'm not a lot of people. Know I'm not a big better, so I'm. I didn't know the odds and that sort of stuff. But, but his that one's pretty obscure. Table went nuts, and then he went and bought a round of top shelf bourbon for like ten of his mates. So, I think he did fairly well on it. Fifty bucks on it, he told me. So that was good. Um, so to get that done. They throw the interception. They were driving well. They were in field goal range on that drive, so they you know think they're going to get points there. They don't. Rams come out. Oh, how impressive they looked! They they used Gurley for the you know one of the four times on the day. Uh, then Goff missed a pass, and then Goff missed a pass. Um, and Johnny Hecker punts. Johnny Hecker was the best Rams player on the day by far. No question. I mean, jumping a little further ahead. In their first three quarter possessions, mm. oh, sorry, their first three possessions of yep. the for third for the first quarter, I said that really bad. Mm-hmm. They had twenty nine yards. Yeah, hence my and three three minutes. Yeah, they had three one, minutes thirteen. They, they, had, they, the they, had, they had one first down, um, which came on a what was it, a ten yard pass to Josh Reynolds, and then just from there, and I, I think we got to get this out of the way early. What are they doing with Gurley? I don't know because either they've lied on an injury report because they're still saying he wasn't injured. So, if it comes out that he's injured, they have got a massive fine coming their way. Yes. And I think at this point, it might be some draft ramifications if they've stuffed it, if they've done it again. I think if you lie about a um, an injury report for the Super Bowl, you should lose draft picks. I because I bet on Gurley being healthy, mm-hmm. and, and, and I had the over, which he got nowhere fucking near. It affects everything. Fucking oath it does. It affects the line. Like, yeah. this game started as Rams... Minus one. They were the favourites at the start. Now, mm-hmm. of course, everyone smashed that all the way down to Patriots minus two. But if if he was even questionable on that injury report on the first day, yeah, I mean, you can remove him midweek if 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 that's the game you want to play. But you got to put him on it like that. Like, what the hell's wrong with him? Yeah, I like is this a Malcolm know. Butler type situation? Like no, what's, well, what's going on? There's rumours that... No, because it's not just the last couple of weeks. It's yeah, since, been, since he got injured. It's basically... Since they had that crazy game with the Chiefs, they have not been the same. No. And I don't know when Cooper Cup went out. I can't remember if it was around that time. But they have not been the same since then. I don't reckon they've scored over 30 since then. I'd be shocked if they scored 30 since then. Nah, because they played a couple of tin cans. They weren't exactly convincing in any of those, though. Guess no. who you're... Su- <laughs> thanks, Dan. Yeah, um, uh, look, it's it is what it is. There's something wrong, and now they're saying it might be mental that he was that he was he's lost some confidence or something like that. Just what you want to hear after you've signed him to that massive deal. I, I bet you, you they're going to get burned for doing that. You know what the you know what they're missing. You know what the Rams are missing. Who's their third run, running back? Mm. Right, that's enough. That's the problem. Who's the Patriots? Uh, Burkhead. There you go. Yeah. And everyone was thinking, ooh, sneaky touchdown chance, blah, blah, blah. Everyone was talking about him. Who the hell else have the Rams got? Let's just look at their, their game, all right? So week one, they scored 46 points on the Colts. They then scored... Uh, this can't be this season. 46 on the Colts. Do you want me to get it? Or have you got it? Did they beat the 49ers 39-41 to 41 at the start of the year? 
Probably. <laughs> is, that, is that in real life? It's, it's probably before... Uh, what's did his they name? Play the, did they play the Cowboys this year in the regular season? No, hang on. Uh, while you uh, look that up. Um, the only thing I can find is it appears it might have been 60 to 1. So at 50 bucks, that'd be three grand. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. But if you're having 50 bucks on that, how much did you bet on the day? Yeah, yeah look, it's... Yeah, it's still a cool win. All right, oh. LA Rams from the start of the year. No, they played Raiders week one. Yeah, okay. So, 30, they scored 33 points, 34 points, 35, 38, 33, 23, 39, 29, 35 in a loss with the Saints. Yeah. 36, 54 in that Chiefs game. Yeah. Then 30... Six against the Bears, they scored six. Yep, yep. Twenty-three. Oh, 31. There you go. I was wrong. Oh, then they got forty-eight against forty-nine. Who was the twenty-three against? Uh, Eagles, and they lost. See, see the like, what good teams did they play in those runs? What good defenses did they play? Because the Saints weren't a good okay. defense. The ran, uh, the, Bears, the Bears, which only scored Eagles six. were playing well at that point. Eagles only scored twenty-three. They scored thirty-one on the Cardinals. Garbage. Yeah. 38 on the 49ers. Oh, that, they had nothing to play for. And they gave done. up 32. Yeah. They scored 30 against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yeah. They scored 26 then against the Saints in the playoffs and obviously three on the weekend. Hmm. It's very interesting. Okay, since that Chiefs game... And six of those six of those points against the uh, Saints shouldn't have come because the rest are idiots. Remember Correct. That. Always remember that, asterisk. Um, yeah, it's just they, they haven't been good. And what we saw was Chicago dominate them and they're a good defense. And the, the what this shows, and this is the overall message for me for the whole game, was Jared Goff, unless everything just goes perfect for him and the game plan flows and the guys don't get pressed when they're not supposed to be and Gurley does this, what it shows is that he's not good at doing anything that doesn't fit a game plan. He's pure and simply a system quarterback. May I offer something? Yeah. Last night, so or yeah, yesterday, uh, the Patriots mitigated McVay by calling multiple plays and then waiting for the 15-second cutoff and then, changing, and then it. changing it so that it was all on Goff. Yeah, and, that's, has, and that, that makes sense. Well, here's the thing. The only time Goff looked good was when they're going, no huddle, and he was just calling from the line. Go to that earlier. Mm, did he look good in that though? Did he really look that good? But, but that's when the ball at least started. Good at least that's when the ball started moving. Like you gotta, you gotta try things earlier. And this is this is what I'm saying about everyone playing tight, because it was so close. Nobody wanted to take any chances. There were no, uh, there was no uh, call it a Philly special or a Patriot special, whatever you want to call it. There was no reverse pass. There was no. Um, uh, I was gonna say hook and ladder, but there's never any of those. Uh, uh, no flea flickers. Nobody tried anything to kind of open the game up because the score was so close. Yeah. It was such a pedestrian game. It was a straight drop back pass. It was play action or run up the middle. Everything felt the same. Even the backs were not effective out of the but backfield that's, or that's anything. That's McVeigh's thing. He runs stretch. He runs inside zone. There is two things. And that's what I'm saying. When that doesn't work and then it's like, all right, Goff, you got to do something. It's like poking a dead body with a stick. He but, doesn't do anything. But he's I get, just not... He's a system dude and... People can call this a a big call or whatever you want to call it. He's just not a very good player. I got he's, that. He can he's got a good arm and he can throw the ball okay when a guy does exactly what he's supposed to do. He's in the same spot doing the right thing, ready to catch it. But unless that unless that unless he gets that, he's not good. He's not a good mm. football player. He's a good thrower of a football. Yeah. And yeah, Dan, what's you got? 
uh, during the season and uh, postseason, the Patriots ran man coverage 62% of the time. Yesterday, they ran man 10% of the time. Yeah, and why they do you think they ran a lot of zone? Because they know Goff can't read it when unless he's got McVay in his ear going, hey, hey, the safety's going to blow the middle third. Throw it to Cook. I don't think they have to whisper. <laughs> no, they do. No, they no, do. I don't think they do. No, nah, they whisper. <laughs> I know I know Sean McVay. That's how he got that super hot girl from whispering sweet nothings in his in her ears. And that he's an incredibly attractive, rich head coach. I was gonna say he's a head coach. In NFL Look, that team. doesn't hurt, don't get me wrong, but that's the main reason because he whispers. Um the first half was awful. Uh Patriots got a field goal. They missed a field goal no, in the they first missed quarter. Field goal. They got a field goal in the second quarter. Rams are the first team to ever be shut out in a half by halftime of a Super Bowl game. Um, it was it was bad, and I guess the thought well, the Rams was, only had two first downs. Yeah, the entire first. I guess the first thought half. is the Patriots are going to come out. They're going to adjust the Rams, which they did to this against the Saints. They're going to come out and they're going to adjust and they're going to find a way to move the ball. But it just it didn't happen. Nothing like nothing like that happened. If anything, the Rams defense actually stepped it up a lot in the second half. They I thought the Rams really, D was really good all day. First half, this game should have could have been twenty one zip in the first quarter. Tom Brady made threw an interception, took a bad sack, which he fumbled on due to coverage. Yeah, but um, it, that was stripped out. Yeah, he yeah didn't that, just fumble. That, it. That, that was, but that was he had like he held the ball for like seven seconds before he was sacked. Yeah, so well, that was, it was well, good, it was good coverage. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, it was good coverage, and then they missed a field goal. So you you could say it's seventeen zip minimum. It's nine zip at halftime. The game's over for all we know. Uh, the play, I actually think that would have opened it up because you know what defenses do when the score starts open up. They start to go to prevent and all yeah, these other things. Yeah. Keep it all in front of you. Yeah, all that sort of stuff, which third, never happened. Third quarter comes, Rams th- finally scored. Literally, there's three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Both teams two three and outs each. Goes to Rams. They get some. They get something going. They have a good run by. Um, sorry, they have a good catch by Reynolds. Anderson then has a good run for first down. It, was that the catch a, on the sideline though? No, no, no. The catch on the sideline was, was to earlier? Brandon Cooks for 15 yards, which was... Incomplete. He should have challenged it straight away. What but, did I don't get? To their credit, though, the Rams hurried to the line and got a playoff. It's just so, throw your flag, man. Yeah, it, but it, it never that's, lo- not, that's not Bill's thing, though. I know it was on the other side of the field, so yeah. it's not like it was right in front of your bench. But it didn't look like a catch on TV. Oh, see, it was hard to tell. Exactly. So throw it. I know they only yeah. had one time well, out at he, the time. Well, he didn't challenge for the whole game anyway, so like, yeah. he, he should have. Uh, so they get that catch. That was for 15 yards, and they get another run. Um, they then get... Oh, sorry. No, this is what the deep middle to Robert Woods. No, it was, it was to the sideline, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on the sideline. Yeah, short left to Brandon Cooks for a 15-yard gain. That that was that play. Yeah. Then he hits hits Woods for a big play, 18 yards. This is when... He takes a huge sack to make well, the kick even harder. First, you see an incomplete pass. He goes deep again to McCourty. Um, to, sorry, to Brooks, who's covered by McCourty. The McCourty twins... That's pretty cool. They won a Super Bowl together, and yeah, they played really sense. well. Yeah, um, and then he he gets he gets the chance here. He's got Brandon Cooks wide open, and not only is he a couple of seconds late, I would say he's like four days late. On yeah, this I, I timed that with a watch. Yeah, like, and then even though even when he saw it late, he was so wide open, but he literally threw it to the one spot that a defender could get to. He had the other side of the end zone the wide open. The entire half for the just other side. Just throw lead him. Just Even lead if he'd him. thrown it five yards short and Brandon Cooks, who was standing there, could have just ran forward and caught it. The, the defender would have either had to PI or he would have never got... Anyway, either way, it was an awful throw. He almost threw it over his head, which made Cooks jump up and then it made it easy for McCordy to just smash his arms as he caught it. And he made a good play to recover. 
I argue there's any other playoff quarterback this season hits that pass. And you know why? Because they're not a robot. You watch the replay of it. He's going through his progressions and then he realizes, oh, he's open on my third progression. But most quarterbacks, when you read, because they, they do this thing called they pre-read a defense. So he pre-reads and go, all right, the corners are high, the safety's deep middle. That's cover three. I'm, I'm, that's what they do. That's their job. Um, when you then see that middle safety bail and you know you have a post and then the two safety, the two corners haven't moved from deep, deep sidelines, you instantly go, oh, Cook's going to be open in like three seconds. I'm just going to wait and throw it to him. But no, he still goes, up. Covered. 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 Oh, Brandon! I'm going to throw it over you. That shit quarterback play. And say what you will. He's just... He's he's not there. I, I'm, I'm not saying he can't get there. He might develop. But you said, Dan said, he relies purely on Sean McVay. He then takes an awful sack on the next play. The cardinal sin of quarterback is when you're in field goal range yeah, taking a sack. sack. Throw the ball away. And I want to credit the Patriots here as well. What they did with Hightower and Van Noy, getting them in space and making the guards block them one-on-one, I don't know what he saw because, I'm sure if you know, that Rams O-line won the Built Tough Offensive Line of the Year award, the honors. What an embarrassment. He just got those guards caught in space. He'd send his nose tackle one way, his ends out wide to force the tackles out and then get Hightower one-on-one with the left guard. And all the right guard, whichever one he yeah, wanted, and yeah. he just he just cook him every time and get pressure. They couldn't stop it, and then every now and again they they'd mix in the safety blitz to and go zero coverage. It was the best the Patriots pass rush looked all year. Yeah, no, nah, they looked pretty good against the Chiefs first half, and the Chiefs, then yeah. like a good team does, they go adjusted. I might change what I'm doing a little bit. So they never changed, and this is where. McVeigh, he, he's not. He's thirty three years old. He's clearly not worked it out yet. He's a guru, and you know what? Regular season stats and yardage are awesome. I hope they enjoy him. I hope the O line enjoys a built tough award. The truth is, they were crap in the playoffs, barring the game against the Cowboys. And what was the difference against the Cowboys of any of the other games? But they, they ran the ball, yeah, and they weren't that good in that game. Yeah, they, they played a lot better, and they oh, ran, yeah, that's they, no doubt. They ran for two hundred yards in that game, over two hundred yards. That was the difference. That's. And this is the problem with them. Unless they run the ball well, can use play action and get the defense on the back foot and hit those guys. You know, because when teams run the ball well, what do you do? You go to man, so yeah. you can rely. Yeah, be, so you, you can have down. safeties covering the running backs, and you can get him in the box quicker. They can't. They couldn't do that because they couldn't run the ball, and that's another girly situation. Which we're not going to know I, what's I, wrong. I still don't get that. No, I don't get that. How do you not have thirty touches? Because. Mm, like I just, there's something wrong. There's something, they had they had CJ Anderson in for passing plays. He was catching the ball and he did okay, but that's not his thing. Like he's not a pass. He's yeah, not a he's, route he's a big runner. fat guy. Yeah, like yeah. He he I looked like know. you running the ball. I was going to say me, but he's not that fat. No, he's, he's my my fat. Yeah, he's really your fat. Chubby. Maybe a bit rounder in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't help that he wears that loose undershirt. Yeah, it makes him look even fatter. If people, who, it's like people. You know what it's, that's like. People who go swimming with a shirt on. <laughs> If you're a fat guy, just swim with you. I'm a fat guy. Just swim with shirt up. Just embrace it and be like, you know what? I'm a bit fat. Whatever. As soon as you put that shirt on, it's like, oh my God, look at his t-shirt highlighting every bump in that dude's yeah, body. It, it sucks in. And, like, I don't care either way, but just if you're a fat dude, don't wear a t-shirt when you swim. All right? That's Jay's advice for the day. Dan, you with me? I'm with you. Yeah, he's with I me. I hear you. Dan's not a fat dude. He's uh, shredded. He's shredding. 
he heard Summer Days was back with a Z. <laughs> and he was like, oh my God. Stereo. Got his bum bag out. Ah, uh, Miss nah. Stereo. Summer Days is better, mate, because you've been out at the clubs for New Year's and then you just rolled into Summer Days blazed, bruh. They may as well call it Summer Blazed. Okay. Yeah. Good, I'll good, take your word for Good it. accent. I'm, what were you going for? And I'll tell you if it was good. Eastern European yeah, you know. sleaze no, bag. Need to head a little further east towards mm. Lebanon. Mm, that's where I was about. Yeah, it's about yeah, where That's you close were. enough. A Lebanese sleaze bag. That'd be rare, I'd imagine. Uh, let's get to the fourth quarter of this game. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I like, it would be rare. They're not sleaze bags. They're beautiful people. Um, fourth quarter. The game really opens up. We <laughs> we get we get a touchdown and Brady didn't play well. He really didn't. He had a pretty bad game. But this drive, and I want to highlight the two throws, the well, little had, flutter one to Gronk. Four, four completions, yeah. Yeah. He had the flutter one to Gronk down the right silent on, on the, the little Y flare, which was awesome. He then had a 13-yarder over the middle to Edelman, who was about the only offensive player for the Patriots that, that did really, really well. Who's the only offensive player who did really well? No, Gronk actually played really well. Had he got he got the over as well. If, if he'd fallen into the end zone, he wins MVP. I, do you have a favor? If you can get it up at I some point in your Gronk life, and I know you probably touchdown. won't. I had money on Gronk first touchdown. So, no, but I had Sonny Michel too, so. Sonny Michael. Yeah, I, I think Sonny it's Michael Michelle. you'll find. Mikel. Mikel. Sonny Mikel. My uh, personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. Did we, did we, didn't we get that? We did it last week. Did you cut it? No. Oh, you're dead to me. No, because I played it on my phone, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You, you know, I decided you're no longer dead to me. Um, so, they, they this drive. He hits Brady on that awesome pass. Hit, sorry, hits. Brady hits Gronk on that awesome pass. Then he hits Edelman. Uh, then he hits Burkhead for a short gainer. Then he hits that pass to Gronkowski. Straight in down. between... I could always... And all... Sorry, I could almost argue no other tight end in the league makes that catch as well. He just did not have any regard for his body on that play. It was I, like I'm, I reckon Kelsey probably would have had it. Nah, Kelsey's not that sort of guy. You that don't like, reckon he's not that guy that's in the coverage. Like he's you don't is think he, he could catch that. I think he could. I don't think he would have. No, right. Gronk's right. the greatest tight end of all time. No shit. Yeah, like the way he went. Well, at what that do you ball, do for an encore? The say Brady's the best quarterback ever. No, I was going to roll with um, Edelman's should be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he's going to be. We'll, we'll, you know yeah. he's going to be. Fuck, don't. Don't. <laughs> if he writes one more book, I'll die. Um, no, we'll talk Did about Edelman later. Disneyland today? Did, was he drunk? <laughs> no, he was being a fuckwit. You know what? If you've won a Super Bowl, fuck with it up. I'm not going to bang with that. <laughs> yes, you are. No. you're going to do. No, 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 no. You know what? If you went, What was it? The, who was it when Marshall Lynch won the Super Bowl and he was... What did he wear? Or no, when the Patriots won it and someone wore a t-shirt, you should have ran it or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. Look, it's annoying. But you know what? Once you won a Super Bowl, what are you going to do? Exactly. Well, sort it out next year or win it yourself. Like, Patriots can, at this point, the Patriots can do what they want as far as I'm concerned. And by the Patriots, I mean the players, not all you weenie fans that think you're a part of it in Australia. You're not. They don't know you. They don't care about you. Move on. Really? Uh, I thought Edelman thanked all his fans in Australia. No, he didn't actually. Oh. No, he Especially didn't. the ones that tweeted James. Yeah. He, may he, may he, I enlighten you with an Edelman story real quick? Yeah, it was from the time yesterday. he banged that girl and then she took a picture. And no, so. that's funny though. But uh, from yesterday, so there's this guy going nuts anytime Edelman just, just anytime he touches the ball, he's going nuts. He's wearing an Edelman jersey and so I... Was it brand new? No, no, it looked, looked pretty old. Um, Do they have a Nike tick or a Reebok? Because no, that, that, that's how you can tell stuff's old. Anyway, 
so I go over to him to kind of you know introduce myself, say, "Hey, do you listen to the vault? Have you ever heard of us?" and all that. And um, he uh, he starts speaking to me. I'm not gonna. I'm bad with accents anyway. It was a Brazilian accent, and I and I'm like, "Oh, where, where are you from?" Fully thinking he was me Australian. You made this sound like it was like a story I hadn't heard. No. It's a good story, but I've heard it. I thought yeah, it was going to be awesome. But it's not for you. No, it's for everyone. It's for the fans. Yeah. It's for the brand. Anyway, so we start talking. I'm like, all right, just so you're, where, where are you from? Where's that accent from? He's like, oh, I'm from Brazil. And I'm like, how did you get start liking the Patriots? He's like, oh, because of Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's a good story. Excellent. I was like, yeah, that's fair enough. I can't, I can't fault that. you with that. Like, no. Why not? At least okay. you know why. Because when you ask, I asked a few guys at the Sporting Globe, I said, why do you follow the Patriots? Oh, well, you see, like, a couple of years ago, I was watching the Super Bowl here at the Sporting Globe, and I saw Tim Brady, and I'm like, you know what? That Tim Brady, he's a pretty good thrower of that, that ball thing that they throw around. So I thought, first of all, why do they call it football if they don't kick it with their foot? And then I was like, oh, I'm going to be a Patriots fan. So I went and bought my brand new Nike jersey, and I've loved them ever since. I live for them. That's what a lot of the answers was. They weren't. They were like, uh, um, I don't know. Like they win you, all the time? Yeah, they, they win, so I want to watch them. I like, hope, so I hope I see them in 10 years' time when they're crap. My, um, Maybe. No, they won't be. Uh, something that's gone under the radar about yeah, talk Edelman. To talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Let's not forget he's a drug cheat. He missed uh, the first four games this year for PEDs. Edelman? He hasn't a gone under the radar. He's a cheat. Yeah, there's so many cheats, though. <laughs> there's so many cheats. I feel like I have barely I heard like it I've, mentioned. I feel like I've turned... My opinion on Julian Edelman has changed. Cause I think last week I said... When you said he has the second most playoff receptions of all time, I was like, "Yeah, yeah you didn't anyone, care." I was like, "Anyone could have done that with Brady." <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and so this week, dismissive. I've actually got it in my notes that he because he broke Michael Irvin's record for receiving yards. He's only behind Jerry Rice in both for play, and he's only like a hundred yards behind Rice. In, One more run, he could catch him in yards and receptions. He's like forty behind. Still. Okay, that he won't catch. Well, how many did he get today? He had ten. 30, 30 behind. You got to remember though, they got to get a wild card game. When Jerry Rice used to win those things, he'd have. 14 catches, 150 yards, and three touchdowns at halftime against the garbage that was the AFC back then. Mm. So, yeah, he, he had some pretty cruisy victories there for a while. Yeah, the AFC was terrible. Um, it still is, you can argue, other than the Patriots. Well, there's only been four nah. quarterbacks out of the NFC over the last, what, 20 years? AFC, you mean? AFC, yeah. sorry. Roethlisberger, Manning, Manning for two teams, mind you. Brady and Flacco. Flacco for one. <laughs> Flacco, elite, man. Elite. Sign him, Brown. Sign him as your backup, just for, you know, just in case. Uh, yeah, I think that they get this touchdown seven minutes in the fourth quarter. Seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, we get the first touchdown of the game. At this point, people at the sport, oh, sorry, people at the Globe, they were just cheering for anything. Like a, a five yard catch, they were just going nuts. Um, also, funny story, every time so we had to do with Ben Graham, I had to go up at each quarter break, halftime break, start and end the game. And by the halftime, this group of guys were, they were, they were having a good day. They were lit. They were enjoying the four, five hour drinks package. And I, they were very funny. Lit AF. Yes, lit AF. They started seeing Benny and the Jets <laughs> over and over to the point where Ben was just like handing me the mic back and walked off. <laughs> like, he couldn't even talk. That was so loud. And I said, you guys are awesome. I said, good on you. That's fun. And then, uh, and then we'll just tell the story now. It's, we're in garbage time right now. What? Uh, and then I met you back at the Globe after I was done at TGI Friday South Bank. <laughs> this is crazy. And actually. there, there was an acoustic guitarist playing, and um, 
the Caleb, Caleb from the Sporting Globe. For shared to the Sporting Globe and TGI Fridays. Excellent days. Excellent All went days. perfect. Chris Bryan, Ben Graham, awesome dudes. It was um, awesome fun. We were at Lewis, uh, the you know the fantasy host boy, fantasy football. For everyone who follows the fantasy football podcast. Uh, we met Lewis for the first time in person, and yeah. he's a fucking monster. Yeah, I didn't he's re- like six foot ten. I've only ever <laughs> seen him on webcam. I, honestly, and I Dude said this to him: a beast. I thought he was a pipsqueak. <laughs> <laughs> he walked through my door, and when he ducked in the doorway, I'm like, oh, "Fuck, Lewis! All those threats I made to him." <laughs> anyway, finish up. So this acoustic guitarist is playing, and I'm like, "Oh, we sh-, he said well, any requests," and so I I yelled out, "Horses!" Obviously, yeah, of course. which for everyone who realized got cut from our video last yeah, week. Got muted. Yeah. Um, and then Caleb goes, oh, he's not going to play that because he's one of the guitarists in Daryl Braithway's band. Like, what? He, he just refuses. Trust me, when pa- he sings, you believe it. He had a very he good just voice. He refuses to play it. And as so, he should. And as he's saying it, what do you think the guy starts playing in the background? <laughs> horses. <laughs> he starts playing horses. <laughs> and this poor guy, Caleb, who's a really good dude, he's just standing there like, well, he normally says no. <laughs> <laughs> To which it was point, so funny. He wouldn't sing chorus because <laughs> we were singing it we were so loud. I don't know if it was screw. I think we were screaming was the screaming. chorus. I, I, it was a good day. My 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 voice hurt. This the Sporting morning, Globe and TGI Fridays yeah. definitely looked after their star talent. Me and Dan yeah. definitely looked after us. No, it was very funny though. So Caleb, next time you can tell the stories. I've only ever seen him sing it, sing it <laughs> once, man. It was for the, the the star talent of the Super Bowl parties. Um, all right, let's get to the drive that really decided this game. Goff. Finally, finally, he he gets that voice out of his head. Sean McVay and goes, you know what? You know what? I'm going to do it myself. And he starts a drive, 19-yard pass. They have a run, incomplete. 11-yard pass on first down, which was great. 17-yard pass, incomplete pass. Um, and the incomplete pass is the one I want to talk about. Brandon Cooks fucking hung him out to dry. It yep. was a tough coverage. And do you know what it, what the throw looked like? The one Gronk caught. Mm-hmm. Different like angles, but very similar. That Gronk, Gronk got hit the exact same way. You got to catch that. Gronk caught it. Brandon Cooks. Yet he, he had a good day. Had 122 yards, which a lot of people didn't even notice. If he, if he caught that touchdown and they got on to win, he was MVP. Hundred percent agreed. Um, so he hits that pass. It's it's incomplete, and he drops it. And everyone, everyone in the bar is going mental because they think he they thought he caught it. Um, he didn't. It was actually it was a good play by the safety. Like he's. His closing speed was great, but that's what NFL safeties do. They, they all they, close, they close really well. Um, but th- he should have caught that ball, and he, he definitely scores. He falls in the end zone. It's a touchdown. They go up 10 to... What would have been? 10 all at that point, yeah? Patriots just, just gone up. Yeah, would have been 10 all. I think that would have opened the game up for the last couple of minutes. I really... It, it could, that could have made the end really exciting because it would have seen Brady get to drive the field with two minutes or three minutes left to... Oh, he would have gone overtime and yeah, a couple might. of us would have had a nice little win. Never had an overtime in Super Bowl. There was one two years ago. There was two. I just Googled and there have been... <laughs> I just get idiot. I, You're no supposed to be the expert. No, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I literally just... Oh, it was on my computer. I literally <laughs> just Googled this... And it told me that there's never been a team that shut out in the first half because I wanted to make sure that was right. Apparently, I hope that's right now. Let me know if that's it's not. I've seen that elsewhere. That's and right. there's the it's you know what it must have been an old an It'd old, be an old article. article. Yeah, because the the Falcons went over yes, time twenty eight to three. Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> that's what I was saying. That was last the, week. You got to bet on it because you don't want to be on the wrong side. That of was it. the bet fair party. So you can excuse me if I've forgotten that one a little bit. That was the largest day. Uh, anyway, so then the next play, and this is why this is such a big moment because you've got a play that should have been a touchdown if 
Cooks wants to be the star receiver he claims to be. He should have caught that. The next play, he gets in. They go. It's basically the same play, same route. Goff throws. I don't even know how to describe this throw. It was such a bad throw that, that Cooks couldn't even defend it. That's how bad a throw it, it was. It was so underthrown. And Gilmore just picks it off. If he'd let him, he might have just run under that. It was zero coverage. Yeah. They, there was oh, no, there was no to, help. No, no help. No. All he literally had to do, if he'd landed that in the almost the back corner, not quite right in the corner, but just over, he would have had a touchdown. It, well, he, short, he short-armed it because uh, the blitzer was in his face. Yeah, because Gilmore literally yeah. said, you know what, I'm just going to... Gilmore played it. He said he basically backed him that they're gonna get. He's not gonna get the throw off that he wants. Yeah, he he baited it and it paid off for him. And Gilmore had a really good day. Like you could argue, Gilmore should have won MVP as well. He had that pick. He also recovered a fumble um, uh, in a game they're, where they're, they're a bit more luck than anything. They only else. allowed three points though. In oh, the game where don't, sh- don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he shouldn't have, but yeah, Edelman was pretty good. I'm, I'm not disappointed. Fumble with recoveries have just been in the right place, right time. They're all luck. Yeah, tell James Penny that. Uh, yeah, my point exactly. Mm, he's a good bloke too. Give our pads back, asshole. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he listens. I'm sure his girlfriend lets him. <clears throat> I wonder how that's going. Crap, I'd imagine. Really him, crap. <laughs> anyway, this isn't a relationship show. We got rid of the glitter bug. <laughs> it's off the rails. Uh, okay, so he gets picked off. The throw was dreadful. The blitz was very, very well timed, and it's I guess it's always good when it's successful. But this comes back to my point. Why isn't Goff reading that? You know what I mean? Like, if you think there's a blitz like that, he just short armed, and you see Gil. But even if he had it all right, he just short armed. It's it's first. It's sorry. It's second and ten, and you see Gilmore back. He was like eight yards off the ball. You see the safety crawling. If you think he's going to blitz, wouldn't a really good quarterback or a good quarterback just turn to his receiver and go run a slant? Like they have that in. It's called an audible. Brett Favre used to have the nod with Donald Driver. Every team has it. Every team has a, hey, run a slam. Wouldn't you do that? And you could argue with Cooks, who's a very fast guy, if he catches that with Gilmore eight yards off him, he might he just, run in. Yeah. He might run in. There's for no safety there anymore. Worst case, he gets he gets a first down. You've got a first and goal from the five or whatever it is. First and goal from the 20, whatever you want to call it. Either way, it's better than throwing a pick. But I, at I the just, same time, all he had to do was step into that and throw it and, yeah. and take the lick that was coming. But he's a weenie. It's, it's my word of the day, weenie. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, he he had it was a deer in headlights. He was yes, he, play, he played bad. We're at the play on no the sideline where he's running to the sideline, and instead of just throwing it yeah, away, he, he lets the safety crush him on the, and then tries, and then everyone claims a flag. No, he was like three yards inside. Like, the, it was the a smart fair thing play. Is to throw it earlier, get whacked, and yeah. get a free fifteen tacked on. Like he's just he, he's not there. I, I don't think, and this guy's gonna, he's going to get a couple like hundred and fifty million in a couple of years, but. I just I don't think he can do it. At I least, think at everything's least got to be two, perfect. At least you got two years to work it to, out. To work it out. Yeah, yeah. No, this is his third year. Oh, no, fifth year option, of course. Yeah. So look, yeah. I think they'll be fine. Gurley worries me, but you know. Yeah, that's weird. I was on SEN seven thirty tonight with Dash Parkin, Darren Parkin, great guy. Been on all, all season. He's been awesome. So thank you to Darren. I know he actually does listen because he's a ripper guy. Um, anyone listening that heard me on there and has joined in to listen, welcome. Uh, but what I said was. I've lost my train of thought. Oh, no, what? I had such a good point and then I got distracted plugging Darren Parkin. <laughs> Darren, you owe me a thought. What are we talking about? On the sideline. <laughs> throwing it away. Throwing avoiding it away, the lick. Avoiding the lick. Being better. Tacked on penalty. Man, I hope this is a good Oh, point. no, no, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. So everyone says, oh, you know, the Rams will be fine. They'll come back. They'll be right. They're, they're a great offense. Gurley's great. 
Remember when the Falcons lost and everyone was like, they'll be back. They're one of the best offenses ever. They'll be back. Their key coordinator left, though, which the Rams aren't the same. Well, didn't the offensive coordinator leave? Who cares? The offensive coordinator is the head coach. He's still there. All I'm saying is things don't... Just because you were good one year doesn't mean you will be the next. Oh, no, and I They're going to lose with Sue, Tlaib, Peters. Windows close. They close really quick. They close as quick as they open. So you, you've got to be careful. And this is what people are saying, oh, well, Goff will be fine. We'll just roll back next year. You might not. Oh, look, 100% look at, they probably Look at, look at the Giants. Other than the two years they won Super Bowls, which you know they played really well, scraped into the playoffs and dominated in the playoffs. Other than those two years, they've been crap. They've been a mediocre team. That's the only two years they've made the playoffs, the two years they won the Super Bowl. So it doesn't always just repeat itself. And all like the, everyone's thinking the Falcons should be back. They've got Julio, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's now 32. Like, y- yeah, you had him tipped to be back. 100%. It's, yeah. It doesn't work out. So it's, that's the same with Chiefs fans that think, oh, we got Mahomes, we'll be back. Mate, there's plenty of good quarterbacks that never won Super Bowls that just didn't get the opportunities again because of teams and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's, hey, Look at Marino. Made his first year, never went back. 100%. And this is... This is where you've got to be careful. Just saying, oh, you know, they're young. They'll fifth year off. They've got three years with Goff still or two years. doesn't always work out that way. Maybe Goff isn't what the Jaguars almost beat the Patriots at AFC Championship last year. What they win? Four or five games this year? We've forgotten. That's how irrelevant they are. It was weird, though. We all still... <sighs> we thought they were good because they were yeah. awesome last year. The, because of the D. And yeah, and amazing. the D quit because the offense sucked. Like we all, yeah. But it's just... That's what I'm saying. It doesn't always just work that we're good, so we're good next year again. Pittsburgh, they didn't make the playoffs this year. You know, it's it's strange. It, it doesn't always work out the way you think it does. So that's what I mean. Like, Goff needed to take this opportunity because he had an opportunity because really when you look at it on paper, the Patriots were an inferior team to the Rams in, all, in most areas. I genuinely believe they played a home and away five and five. Or to, to, to call it an NBA playoffs, best of seven. Mm. I actually think the Rams probably would have won. 100%. If, if you play three games, the, Ram, the Rams win this. Yeah, I kind of agree. Because the game plan won't work every week. Because if McVeigh has time to sit down and work it out, you know, I think the, the real credit of this game has got to go to Wade Phillips because he did a really good job. Although the Patriots could have optimized. If he'd held the Patriots to 17 points, I would have said he did a really good job. You know, yeah. like He did a great job. He's a great coordinator. Start of the game, no some, or, you know, the day before Super Bowl, someone says to you, Patriots only score 13 points tomorrow. Who, who wins? You're putting your house on the Rams, aren't you? Yeah. Well, no, because I'm not that immature. But yeah, I would have put everything I had. It was just an analogy, Richard. All can, my I, can I give credit to where credit is actually due? Yeah. Punting. <laughs> no, no, I'm All right. fully serious. Hangs out with Chris Bryan for a day. Look how no. he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, conference round. Rams mm-hmm. versus Saints. 668 total yards. Yesterday, 667 total yards. We had the longest punt in Super Bowl history. More drives were started in your own 20 than more than weren't. One, the hunting one was red zone phenomenal. Play. It, the, the stat of the Super Bowl is one play in the red zone. Yep. That's yep. the stat. That is the stat of this game. Everything else can just be thrown out. That's the one that matters. Super Bowl 9, Vikings were shot in the first half. No, they won't. They scored, they scored two points. Sunil Aswathi. Didn't they have a safety or something? A wasty. Yeah, they scored two points. I, I researched that one. Uh, oh, no. Super Bowl 34, Rams are the Titans 9-0. So it has happened before, um, which is fine. Other one, someone said that... Uh, sorry, Brett Stephen Munro said too big occasion for someone so young. I don't buy that. You've been in this third year in the NFL. Like, What year did uh, Brady win his first? The second year in the NFL? Like, it's That's go. not a legitimate excuse. And then you see Patrick Mahomes last year and he's... 
eighteenth start in the NFL. Literally, if he if he gets the coin toss, they they're probably in the Super Bowl. Like that's how good he played, Mahomes. He was awesome second half. But that's what I mean. Like to just say he's just too young. The, the bottom line is that Goff isn't what people think he is, and I I haven't thought he was anything all year. I think he's okay, but right now in his career, he's a system dude that if everything goes well, he can put up big points. That's the bottom line. And yesterday, nothing went well because Bill Belichick is the master of making everything not go well yeah. in, in one, one-off one game situations. Yeah. Chargers, well, Chiefs, Rams. Played them all. Destroyed all their offenses. Chiefs second half got hold of him. I'll take that. But basically, they were, they were three of the four highest-scoring offenses this year. The Saints were the other one. Did you watch um, McVay's press conference? Yeah, it was, he, he was very He's, good. He came out, he yep. came out and the so first he thing out-coached. he said, he got, he got out-coached. Plain and simple. Uh, look, I think I think he'll be a good coach in the NFL for a long time. So I was wrong. There or somewhere. Else. I was wrong. The Steelers scored two points in that Super Bowl. It was two zero at halftime. Gross. <laughs> well, ours was three zero. It was gross. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, boys. Thanks for that. Can Thanks we, for um, the correction. Right, so the game's over. Hooray! No, no. Well, I want one more thing. I want to discuss. Shoot. Next drive after the pick. Brady just goes about Brady. They run the ball really well on this drive, though. The best one was. Sonny Michel for 26 yards, uh, just dominant. They get down, fourth down and an inch. Everyone saying Belichick should have gone for it. Are they morons? You kick a field goal, you go up by two possessions. There's not two possessions left in this game. Yeah. Like, I, Who's everyone's saying, all, you're saying they should have been going for it? Every person in the world reckons that he's a pussy for not going for it. He kicks because he missed a forty-one yard field, a forty-yard field goal during the game. You have to, unless your kicker has demonstrated over the past unless four weeks Party. that he's got the yips. Yeah, then you roll him back out there and say, "Dude, I believe," and you just go kick us a fucking field goal and win the game. Greg the leg missed later on. I mean, yeah, it, in, a, in a nothing kick. But the the whole point is. If you go for it and don't get it there, you can end up in overtime. Yeah, you don't want that. Now, if you kick, miss kick the kick... in the field goal, there, the game's over. If, and if you miss the kick... You're same situation. You're in the same situation. So yeah. why the fuck would you go for yeah, it? Agreed. Uh, anyone who thinks... You're telling me Aaron should've... Donald wouldn't have got up for that play? Or Sue or, wouldn't have gone hard on that one? That's another story. So that, that, that that's the game done. It was... Look, I enjoyed the game because I love that sort of trenches crap where they're just fighting each other and seeing who's going to win that. I enjoyed it. I enjoy all football games. So... I can see why the consumer didn't. Congratulations to the Patriots. I think... Do you think we'll ever see not only an NFL team, but a sporting team be this good? Professional. Not... You say sporting team. 18 years coaching, he's been to nine Super Bowls, Bill Belichick. They'll be... every second year. Not in a salary cap sport. No, yeah. salary A salary cap. Well, the professional sports... Oh, no, because soccer's not salary capped. No. NBA's... It's not really baseball's not capped. baseball's not yeah in, yeah you're right so in a salary capped sport in a salary capped sport yeah there'll never be a run like this where one team makes the playoffs basically for eighteen they missed it once without Brady and they still won <laughs> twelve games they missed out that year so someone Reagan know, said Melbourne Storm yeah but is paying players under the table... Yeah, come on, Regan. I'm a Storm fan too, but they, they won, cheated. Didn't they win they two cheated. Of, didn't they win two of three? Well, they won three Yeah, in a and, row. and they had other ones taken off them for cheating. No, but they, they only won three total. Like, I, no, I think no. they've got four total. The Patriots have won six Super Bowls and been to nine. 
They go to a Super Bowl every second year in Belichick's coaching career. Yeah, it's impressive. That's insane. And then, like, uh, someone's actually, my, my, my dad, Roscoe, said to me, yeah, but one of those Super Bowls, they probably should have won. And I was like, yeah, but also if the Seattle run the ball, they probably lose that one too. Uh, so it all washes out. Th- there's, how many Vinatieri win with his leg? You take you could take those away. You, yeah. you could play that game all day. Yeah. And I'm not going to play it. He's won six. They've played a nine. It's incredible. Um, Brady, I have nothing but respect. He's uh, Melvin Storm have won five. They had two of those stripped. 07 and 09. Were yeah. stripped. But they won one like last year, didn't they? One of them. 2017, 2012, 1999. The 2007 and 2009 have been taken away. So five in... Uh, how many years is that? Since 99. How many would be 20 no, 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 years? No, yeah. Five since 99. That's nowhere near as impressive as the Patriots. <laughs> so, Regan, I love you, buddy. But no. Um, yeah, I, I think Tom Brady is insane. What I'm not buying is the you doubted us. You bet against us. I would you said we were done. You said Brady was no good. Guys, shut up. No one cares. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Enjoy it in private, Australian Patriots fans. I enjoy you, but stop. Please. Please stop. Where do you, where do you go that these people say this stuff to you? Or is this all in your head? Well, most of it's Julian Corbett. <laughs> <laughs> he sends me these stupid freaking things of like, they bet against us. Do you want to buy a t-shirt? <laughs> Just... He kept sending me on Instagram hype videos. In the oh, yeah. Is it to <laughs> he sent it to you too. Did he think we were going to play it on the podcast? Like, d- we don't care about... Oh it's like, oh, everyone's doubting us. No, they're not. Richie picked them to be in the Super Bowl. Yep. I had them winning the division again. I I only bet them to lose to the Chargers. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want from us. Like, they, we, we never said they weren't going to win. All right. Um, anyway, and we but, all picked them last week. Yeah, if if the Rams had won, it would have been a massive asterisk anyway. So doesn't matter. Better X lost a lot of money. That guy that bet three point eight million. <laughs> the, the guy bet three point eight million on the Rams. Now, someone who bets three point eight million has three point eight million to lose. He he won twenty five million on the Eagles last year. <laughs> Why are you laughing at him? He's laughing at us. No, no, I just think he sets money on fire for shits and giggles. I just think it's. Yeah, I, oh, I wonder too. what it would look like to melt a pile of money. Oh, yeah, go. but that's what's funny about it. He's literally just like, yeah. Three. How do you come up with three point two five? Where do you, like where's how's he found that that amount? Why not just three? Why not four? I don't know. Yeah, it's just what he had uh, sitting around in his pocket. I bet you we had speaking the same money on the Patriots to make it work anyway. Yeah, are you gonna get some betting stuff? Yeah, I was just gonna say. Speaking of it, there were a lot to come out of it. One, the punters got smashed. Like. They would have got annihilated. There was there would have been plenty of money on the Patriots to win the game, but they would have swept up in the prop bets. Edelman was forty one dollars for MVP, so they would have cleaned up there. The over was nowhere near it. The over was getting annihilated. It kept coming in. They won plenty there. Um, the, the color, the Sunny Michelle was obviously a short favorite. I'm pretty happy I gave that one to everybody last week for first touchdown. We had to wait a while to get it, but it was there. He's now scored, I think, five of their first seven touchdowns leading into that game, uh, including that game, which was I thought was impressive. Um, the here's a really interesting one about the anthem going over. So when yeah. I gave out when I gave out the odds, the under was the favorite, and then it all of a over. sudden, all of a sudden, yeah, like the Saturday before, the market completely flipped 
completely changed I over massively. Was, I thought it was more the Wednesday after everyone listened to Might the show. Might have been Wednesday it or Thursday. Fe- it felt like that. But basically, it all turned around to the point where there's a lot of talk that during rehearsals and things like that, people were obviously timing it and then oh. it started getting out. Because it'd be pretty easy for someone to release that information. Because I had a short bet on the under after we'd talked about it. Really? Then I saw what happened and I was like, Why'd you wait bet on a the minute. Because I genuinely thought she'd just sing it right did and you, just belt it out. Did you hear her sing it? She did after not just the, belt it out. No. Or she well, belted whole, it out, but it was a lot of lingering. So the whole thing, the whole market changed, at which point I'm like, okay, something's going on. Then I smashed the over to get it late. It was a really interesting one. That stuff doesn't happen often. All the Maroon 5 ones pretty much hit. They were terrible. The first song was expected. He took his shirt off as expected. All those that hadn't landed, Could, okay. they all hit. Could, no, I just want to discuss. Why did he need to take his shirt off? Like Show off his rig. Yeah, but like in today's political correct world, I can't believe that's just Two like... Two nipples. I can't believe that's just like, oh yeah, that's fine. It's a it's, man. If it was a girl, there would have been an out, out, outcry, yeah, outrage. It was a terrible halftime show. Was, I made a ton of money on it, though. They're, yeah. they're basically I'm just glad they terrible. didn't let Tom really? Brady up there to kiss the lead singer, because you know how that would have gone. Oh, red, 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 red. oh man. <laughs> he loves to kiss. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon him and Bill did when they got in private? Just blah, blah, blah. Probably. If he got me that kind of success, I'd kiss Bill. Give a big tonguey. <laughs> I'd kiss Bill just if I met him if he told me to. Do whatever he wanted. Do we have any more analysis? Uh, not really. It, it was time? just, there was a handful. Oh, it's definitely garbage time. But there were, it, it was really, it was an interesting Super Bowl from the betting point of view. It would not, I would not be surprised if, yeah, the, yeah, they call it Vegas or whatever. All the odds about how much was, sorry, all the information about how much was bet, all those sorts of things. That'll start coming out. It'll be really interesting to see. Um, a lot of the other states that have just introduced gambling, they don't get those numbers, but a part of, Las Vegas or sorry Nevada they have to report all that sort of thing so it'll be really interesting to see what was bet on that Super Bowl but I reckon the house would have cleaned up because everything went under like Hayden said he missed everything. left shark from the, shark was from the Katy Perry <laughs> the shark that was dancing wrong shark was great <laughs> I think I'm gonna just about the Super Bowl show just keep in mind that on the TV, you can hear their voice really clear and the music and, you know, it's, it's real easy to hear them. In the stadium, you're in a big empty state. Oh, sorry, there's lots, obviously lots of people in there, but you're in a big open air, lots of room stadium. The sound quality is probably not great. Coming, It's probably hard it was, to see in a stadium. But it's the people on TV who are smashing it. Not, yes, that's not, what I mean. It, it's probably hard. I'm sure if you were there, because I couldn't really hear it at the Sporting Globe. You never hear it at a party. Yeah, ever. so I was watching it going, this is... Looks cool. Like, I like the way they cut between and back. I thought the whole show was kind of cool. No, can I give you my quick thoughts? So, Travis Scott was a fantastic choice. Sicko Mode is one of my favorite hip-hop albums that came out last year. Do you know what I'm disappointed about? Cardi B said no because she stands by Kaepernick, but she was happy to sing at the Patriots pre-Super Bowl party. Did they just up the kish? Well, you don't get paid for the halftime show. What? No, you don't. Yeah, this do it for exposure. Yeah, it's, it's like singing the it's national anthem. It's news to me, Richard. No. Mate, the NFL don't really? even pay for that flyover. Nope. They invite the military to do it. And you know the people that go on the field, they have to leave after. They don't get to Yeah, watch. they get bussed in. You get yeah. to the halftime show, they get bussed out. Yep. Surely they've got a pub for them. They're watching the game at like a private party or something. No, it's probably a TV. And here's, a, here's a bottle of water. Because NFL are assholes. <laughs> because Travis Scott is uh, 
you know, a rapper. He always he plays a lot of swearing. He, he and plays so with they Ninja. had to cut the swearing for the show, for the for the live. Oh. So during his set, there was bits that were just it just drops out for a little bit, just like a second. Instead of beeping it or whatever, they just drop the audio for a second. Terrible choice. But can I give you a quick stat about yeah. the halftime show that correlates correctly or directly to mm-hmm. the Rams, okay? Hit me. So the rapper Big Boy was the guy in, I'm going to say this because I know you don't know who he is, but he was the guy in the fur Uh, coat. Yeah. Big Boy. I know Big Boy. I I don't know about you. Yeah, he was like the original in Outcast. Cool. They sung. Cover my bases. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. So Big Boy came in on a Cadillac, as you you would remember, and he parked the Cadillac on his own 48-yard line. So he came into the stadium, and he stopped on his own 48-yard line. The... Rams didn't make it past their own 48-yard line (laughs) on 7 out of 12 drives. (laughs) Big Boy made it further than the Rams did on 7 out of their 12 drives. There's a little stat for you. That was the most pointless thing you've ever done. Except for some of the stories you were telling in the booth at Sporting Globe on uh, last night. And then you kept retelling them. Dan was in good form last night, everyone. He sung horses. I did sing horses. Yeah, it was excellent. Excellent. Um, Richie, anything more for Garbage Time? Anything you want to bring up? Um, I have found an article of the every Super Bowl halftime show ranked from best to worst, if you're interested. Can, can I guess number one? Best or number one worst? Best, 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 best. Hang on, let me get the list. I'll tell you the best. Prince. Phil Collins, yes. Christina Aguilera, Ricky Iglesias, and Tony Braxton, the worst. Oh, I was going to say, Prince is number one. Hang on. i got to scroll. Is Meatloaf at the AFL Grand Final, they put him in just for fun? Prince? Oh, you nailed it. Prince, 2007. He uh, was good. And then Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson or Rolling Stones? No. Weren't Rolling Stones really good? Madonna, LMFAO, Nicki Minaj, and uh, CeeLo Green were number two. Oh, all of them together. Yeah, well, that's, it was the same that's, that's a same show. That's a few. Stars. Number three was Beyonce and Destiny's Child in 2013. Can you handle this? Aerosmith, NSYNC, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blight, and Nelly in 2001. Was that the nipple incident? No, that was number four. That should be number one just because of the nipple incident. Katy Perry, Lenny Kravitz, Missy Elliott was number five. Only because of the shark. Uh, Diana Ross in 1996 came in sixth. Uh, seventh was Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Jessica Simpson, Kid Rock, Nelly, and P. Diddy. That was 2004. What a blast from That's the past. a long past. time ago. Uh, number eight, Coldplay, Beyonce, and Bruno Mars from 2016. I remember that. I, I don't really like Coldplay, but they were really good. Michael Jackson, 1993. Now, think about that. I think you can see it on YouTube. That was before games were in the nighttime. I think it was... At, oh. I'm pretty sure it was at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, so, it it's still mid-afternoon... In California. Yeah, he got hit by a pyrotechnic or something mid-show. He just kept on going. His skin was pretty fragile it was, at that point. Go back and look at that one. It was. It's really good. It, mm. it, shouldn't be, it should be higher on that list. And yeah. to round out the top 10, Lady Gaga in 2017. Okay, now give, now give us the worst. Start from 10th worst and go down. Oh, that's hard to do on this list. Why is he? Do you know how to count? Uh, okay, I've got to get to... <laughs> I think we can all agree Princess was the best. Oh, so without a doubt. Yep. Without a doubt. And I was I obviously didn't say that live, but it was... Yep. I actually only saw it when he passed away. That was the first time I saw it. And 
And then Justin Timberlake last year during yeah, he was the Minnesota one, in Minneapolis where Prince is from yeah. did a little tribute to yeah. Prince that I thought was really good. Yeah, he was good. Like, I thought just, JT's always good though. Because yes. you know why? Because he can just sing. Yeah, he's got talent. Like He's just a good hey, singer. Like, but he's also got good songs to go to. Maroon 5 haven't got any good songs. Well, it's, I, I actually don't mind Maroon 5 as like a pop artist. They're, they're okay. Like, if they come on in the, in the car, you're like, this is a upbeat, fast song. But clearly, is Adam Devine? Levine. Adam De- Levine. Adam, Adam Devine is from Workaholics. Workaholics. <laughs> Demamp Camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, clearly, he just isn't that good a singer. He's obviously a good front man because we all saw when he took his shirt off and he's an attractive dude and all that sort of stuff, but he just, he's not that good a singer. Two nipples at the Super Bowl. Yeah, nips. Uh, all right, you got the worst? Yep, start 10. Let's go. Bruno Mars Red Hot Chili Peppers in 2014. Bruno Mars been twice. Paul McCartney, 2005. I rough. thought McCarthy was okay. Me too. Tom McCartney. Petty and the Heartbreakers in 2008. No, I don't remember There's that. a lot of dead people on this list. Shania Twain, Tom No Petty's Doubt, like, and is, Sting in 2003. Is Tom Petty dead? None yeah. of those three were dead in that one, though. No, but Petty is. Is, is Tom Petty dead? Yes. The Who in oh. 2010. Yeah. Justin Timberlake, 2018. That's rough. I thought he was good last year. Gloria Stefan, Stevie Wonder. Who ranked Big this? Bad Voodoo Daddy in 2010. 1999. Well, that's just a bit mean because Stevie Wonder will never be able to read this and understand. Oh, that. when the Blues Brothers came on, Dan Aykroyd, John Goodman, James Belushi, ZZ Top, and James Brown. You mean the Blues Brothers as in like the movie actors? Yeah, they did it. Oh, Rolling shit. Stones in Jim 2006. Well. Yeah, I told you, it's a Yeah, Rolling this. Stones were terrible. I remember them being awful. Maroon 5, Travis Scott, Big Boy this year. Mm-hmm. Clint Black. Tanya Tucker, Travis Trick, and the Judds in 94. I don't even know who they are. Uh, Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Ricky Iglesias, and Tony Braxton were the worst. What year was that? Uh, that was in 2000. Who, who ranked this? What does Tony Braxton... Vulture.com. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I know that website. What does Tony Braxton even sing? I got there for all my Vulture packs. <laughs> it's a New York website. How, how did Tony Braxton even get to sing? At a, that's the biggest travesty. I'm willing to bet you probably had like the biggest song of whatever year that was. What to- Name a Tony Braxton song. Go. Uh, yeah. Unbreak My Heart. Oh, does she sing Unbreak My Heart? I don't know. I'm making it up. No, she does. Yeah, that's there you go. There's a hit. Okay. Did I, I get it right? Oh, yeah, Unbreak My Heart. That's a good song. I won't sing it because she'll sue me. Uh, quick question. Uh, when we're getting hard in the AAF, so they're called the Alliance, by the way, um, AAF podcast startup. We'll talk about the AAF next week. So the, uh, I've emailed their media person because on their website it says they have an app that will have the streaming of the games on mm. it, but the app's not out and the games start this weekend. And then I saw an uh, article that said it's going to be on YouTube and I don't know what the deal is. And then NFL Network's covering it in the US and Canada, but I don't know if we'll get that. And I don't know if there'll be any replays or later things because, like, what as the much fuck as are we I'm talking about the yeah, Alliance, the yeah, new yeah, football, yeah. the, the new football that? thing starts oh, this weekend. Alliance of American Football. Yeah, isn't any ex NFL dudes are in it? What I is it? We it's a, about it's it. a we picked our teams. You picked. Yeah. No, that was when Richie was at tennis. It was DJ that oh, picked the team. DJ. Said, I don't you're know away. What the fuck you're talking no, about. you're away. It's a league. It's a semi. Oh, it's a professional league. Professional. Where do they get eighty-five k a year? You get three-year, non-guaranteed, two hundred fifty k for the, the three. No, for, for the all three. three. Yeah, yeah, so eighty-three. Ooh. So it's a pretty. It's pretty high for a what, semi-professional you, football. What happens if an NFL team drafts you? You, leave? There, you can leave whenever you, you want. Whenever you want. Yeah. If NFL want you, you, you go. It's it's like CFL Each in America. Year but the that rules. you play, there's a small like. 
pension sort of thing, but also each year you get uh, a year of tuition. Wait, you're so saying you, the NFL own this? No, no, but uh, like Troy Polamalu is affiliated. the player development manager. Jared Allen's an investor in it. Yeah. There's like a lot of actual NFL It's people. got a lot of good players what, The NFL it. have bought the TV right. Yeah, well, CBS has the rights, but NFL Network's also going to air it. And NFL ne- NFL seems to be on board with sort of supporting it. Like, there's nothing official yet. They're trying to get affiliated as, like, the seconds league. But they're yeah. not against it. No, not oh. at all. No, they're actually... They're supporting What's it. They're going to play it. The AAF. Alliance like, of American Football. Brad Childress is one of the head coaches. Michael Vick's an offensive coordinator for a team. I Mike think Singulary. San Diego Puppies, I think he's he's with. That's a terrible joke. Hey, he did you his time. take that back. He did his time. No, you never get... You, that crime is never forgiven. You can oh, kill great. a human and I'll forgive you. That is the worst. And this yeah. is why I love you, I'm going to go with Richie just, on that yeah. one. I, and man, before that, that said, guy. I'm going to kill my dog if it's not bar- if it's not barking. If anyone killed my dog, that's it. Like, oh, fucking like. You're, you're dead. Uh, so yeah, Michael. Hey, where are the teams? I'm looking this up now. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. You want me to read them? I got them up. Yeah, go. Arizona Hot Shots. Atlanta. Oh, that's a terrible name. It gets worse. Just, <laughs> that sucks. Should see the uniforms. Atlanta Legends, that's Birmingham bad. Iron, Memphis that. Express, that's that, good. No, Orlando that's Apollos, Terrible. Salt, Salt Lake Stallions, bad. San Antonio Commanders. Oh, don't mind that. <laughs> San Diego Fleet. Oh, that's the worst. That is shit. They actually, I picked the San Antonio. Thing, they don't break my cardinal rule, which is naming your team after a weather system. That All those names suck. They're Char- all terrible. Chargers? Is that good? No, I'm more thinking about the Thunder, Storm, Heat. Anything, anything to do with weather, yeah, right. all terrible, all terrible. Well, me and Regan are lit, fam, over here. We're hot shots all the way. <laughs> hey, hey, can you just scrap that idea of changing us to the Vault Hurricanes podcast studio? <laughs> <laughs> Scribble it out. Yeah, I need to, fi- I need to find someone to get on. I'm yeah, re- no, it's I cool. Made, it's I cool. Made the promo with Richie the Thunder Garraway. <laughs> <laughs> That's thunder another from, one. That's thunder from house. down under. <laughs> or if your team does it, isn't. Uh, isn't plural. Who do you think Michael Vick's offensive coordinator for? <laughs> I got the list now. Uh, Atlanta Legends. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. he's a legend. He's l- in his local. And he's from Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, so just so to answer, we, will we will be covering it t- next, next week. Next week, yeah. We'll talk about... We just don't know how in-depth we're going to... Because I, like, I want to cover it as if the way I cover the NFL. I actually want to watch it. I'm very intrigued by it. There's only nine different rules. The rest of the rules what, are do, the exact. Do you know I don't know them off the top of my head. No, so then obviously not massive. No, different. no. It's not like you get an extra player in the field's bigger and there's only three downs. No, exactly. Canadian football. Yeah, no, I'm actually excited for it. So we will definitely be covering that from next week. It just depends in what form. Like yeah. if, if I've been able to see the games and I've been able to watch a couple of them, I'll be able to give you some insight to what I think. Oh, but yes, that's Feb 9. Yeah. So hopefully with the app or hopefully there's a way to get to watch them. I'm sure there'll be a way to watch them, but not like the NFL app where you can watch them in condensed and that sort of stuff. Do you so want to buy tickets? Just yeah. Let's find out how much tickets are. Do you want to fly me over? <laughs> no. You're richy rich. Hang on, I'm getting... Uh, you should have lots of money because you haven't San had your baby Antonio yet. tickets. Here we go. Yeah, how much? That's my team. First home game. Here we go. In the Alamo Dome, which is a dump. If Where is the been Alamo there. Dome? San Antonio, hence the Alamo. $14. I can get your seats for $14. Bucks. I want sideline 50 yards, two rows back. $54. <laughs> I'm there. Let's go. Let's let's go down. Let, uh, let, let, let's let's hit them up. Unless you want to be on the home team side, and then it goes up to two hundred thirty-five dollars. I don't care. I don't like any of the teams. Um, there is a TV let's, show that has them begun and say that we're going to cover and see if they'll fly us over to watch the game. <laughs> let's try and fake it till you make it. They might be like, 
man, this, this massive podcast studio from Australia wants us. They just did a party with Chris Bryan and Ben Graham at the Sporting Globe. I mean, you, and know, you, you, gotta, you gotta assume they're gonna do their due oh, diligence and see that you know, we're, we're, we're a good podcast. Let's not assume anything in America. Um, they have a TV show that just started, too. The Alliance Begins on CBS Sportsnet. I don't know if you can watch it without a VPN or how it works. Right. But gonna, one we're, of the we're going to work this out. We're going to find out how to watch it. I've got nothing the, to do now. The NFL's over. One of the things about that's cool that they're doing is the app will have... Uh, it will output real-time player and football position maps. So everyone has... Like next gen, yeah, all the RFID chips and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, the GPS in yeah. The yeah. officials will also get that data in real time, so they'll be oh. able to tell where the ball is exactly. This is the first time I just thought that. Imagine how bad the officials must be in this league. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. And the and uh, the analytics from that are are super detailed. So if they'll be able to tell whether a guy gets tackled by the other guy with his left or right arm and stuff like that. Apparently. Do you think they this league the teams will be better than college division one college teams? There's some decent dudes. Like you'd, you'd have to think all of them are like ex Division One you gotta, or you know star players that just didn't quite make it. The, the, there will be elements of that, but there will also be elements of guys who are still trying to hang on and for the dream, and we're never that good. And then there's guys who there's plenty of people who are really good at college football, don't make it, but they're also really good academically. And, go and, and they go, life. you know what? I'm going to go work at this hedge fund in New York. Like, yeah. I don't need this. Yeah. Like um, uh, basically, could, could, very could similar... Clemson beat these eight teams? I think absolutely. And I know nothing about this league, and I think Clemson could take all of them. Team Alabama could. Yeah, well, either of those top, any of those top four teams, like, wow. any playoff team could roll them, except for Notre Dame because they suck. Hey, Notre Dame. I hate the Golden Domers. Fuck them. I guess the guy that comes to mind when you talk about a guy you know who was so good academically and just wasn't quite there at the next level is Chad Kelly and. He decided to rob people when he was on drugs instead of try and make it in the NFL. He just decided to go a different path to jail. He wasn't the first one. <laughs> no, go he's go not. look up Ryan Lee's hey, story. At least he didn't hurt a fucking dog. Yeah, because that's the worst thing you yeah, can do. Vic should never got a chance again. We all agree on that. Um, okay, so next, so basically the, the plan from now, guys, me and Dan are back next week. Richie, you're going on holidays. You will not see me for a while. Hey, don't be like that. I'll just be, be cool about it. I've been, right? I've been thinking about it. Oh, oh! Because you know, you know, I don't like the off season. No, no, you don't. You'll be here for. The, we'll do our draft day. We want everyone's advice. I can give should you, I can we give you do? Two. Should we do the draft day as one big video, or should we do lots of short videos after each pick? Oh, that's hard work on Dan. Yeah, no, I don't care. Dan, Dan can do it every. Dan, Dan can do it. When's free agency recap day? I don't want to come in. Okay, for the so preview. you can come in for free agency oh. recap. And um, unless, because it's right around baby dropping oh, time. Oh, yeah. Obviously, baby dropping time. That's going to change a lot of things. Live Trust draft. Me, I know. You should have two in two years. It's great. No, I'm doing that. Uh, live draft. Yep. I'll probably do. And um, I think we should get Jamie in for the live draft again. He was very yeah, he, he was last good last year. time. Uh, and then, I don't know. Preview show. And then Pro Bowl preview. I'll come in for that too. Pro Bowl preview. Yeah. That's it. Four shows next year. The, the Pro Bowl. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I don't need the Super Bowl, Super Pro Bowl. <laughs> I thought you were being genuine for a second. I was like, that was weird. All right, no, before you take your headset off and leave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on, move. Me and Dan wanted to thank you for the season. Uh, one, one big live. That's the consensus. Go on. One big live video. One big live. Okay, that, that's all yeah, we yeah, cool. Yep. We want to thank you for the season. It's not a lot, mate, yeah, but it's just you. a small thank you for Aww. all your help. It's your own Vault Studio mug for at home. <laughs> we got all the guys. I'll one. take it to work. Yeah, yeah take it to work. So when you drink it, as I said to everyone, when you drink it, people go, "What's that?" You're like, 
It's an awesome podcast. You should download. Yeah. And then you have to say, for the brand. I'm trying to steal um, <laughs> Pat, Pat McAfee's brand thing. He always Isn't says, for Mc- the brand. McAfee. McAfee. Is it McCaffrey? McKee- no, McKee- Mc- McCaffrey's the running Oh, you're being the, the kicker. The kicker. Yeah, McAfee, who retired, who's hilarious. He is trying to steal his Great, thing. great uh, know, Twitter ben, follow. Ben Graham taught him how to drop, how to drop punt. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Did you get he that was, out of the weekend? Yeah, he was coming out of college and he caught. He was around Ben Graham for some reason. Oh, no. Sorry, I lied. It was pre-game in a match in McAfee's first year and he was watching Ben Graham do it and he came up and just went, man, can you show me how you do that? And Ben Graham was like, yeah, all right, whatever. So he showed him. Oh, that was a pretty... It was in like the pre-pre-game, like when they're just mucking around. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. they always do. Yeah, so that was cool. So no, thank you very much for your support. Oh, my pleasure, mate. mate. You it's know always that. a pleasure to have you on. Um, enjoy your off-season. We'll see you free agents, Super Bowl. Sorry, obviously Super Bowl. Uh, you've thrown mate, me off. I might not. You've thrown me off. I'm on that Pro Bowl show. Pro Bowl. Draft. 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 And then when the season rolls around. Oh, maybe. But I'll definitely come in for preview show. Preview show. Okay. Preview of what? The the season. Oh, the prediction show. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'll commit to those three shows. Beyond that, I'm not committing to it. Done. I don't know what's going on next year. So what happens from now is we'll have AAF coverage. We will start our season reviews. So when does Getting Hard come back? I enjoyed Uh, that. Yeah, it should be soon. I've started started research. Do you know what the first one back is? Yeah, you're gonna do the Browns, aren't you? No, we did. They did. They did the Browns. Did oh, you, you missed that? Did you do it live? Yeah, they did it as like as as it, it was as soon oh, as it ended yeah, after okay. each week. Um, then this one is the 2007 New York Jets. Oh, that's the. Oh, geez, that makes me want to come in. That yeah. one was so good. There yeah. may be a little bit of a change up with them getting hard pies. We right to talk about this, Dan? Because yeah. Dan's be gonna become a policeman. Hopefully. So you're gonna become a policeman, man. I've seen some of the chumps they let in the police. <laughs> No, 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 not you. I'm not a cop. No, I meant Lisey, but I didn't Wait, mean she's that. A she's a super awesome. cop. She's, a det- she's not even a cop. She's, she ain't no desert motherfucking shoulder. Best, uh... She's a detective. Best stats at her station. Yeah, I'm a deputy. Don't I'm a, mention it. I'm a deputy. That's fine. I'm a deputy. Um, Dan's going to be joining the police force, so they do frown a little bit upon this sort of social media stuff, so Dan may have to take a little bit of a backseat just for a while as he establishes himself, goes through the training and all that sort of stuff of the police force. We're not sure yet. So what might happen is I'll take over doing You're it. Drive. With, yeah, I'll take over with DJ and we'll do it together. Yep. Dan's going to do all the research and that still because it's still going to be. It's going to come from the heart of Dan. It'll be mine. But yeah, yeah, it'll be mine. I'll just be the. I'll just run the show and keep it flowing and all that. It'll be mainly DJ and Dan's information that we'll be using. That so, Jets one's going to be so. Oh, good. the Jets one is. I, I'm definitely <laughs> going to. I'll definitely so watch good. it. But you guys, yours. Best, who is the GM of that team? Um, Tanamon. Tanamon. The best is when he's like. <laughs> When he gets what? Antonio Holmes, he's like, oh, fuck it. how good is that guy? Who fucking traded for him? <laughs> he's talking about himself. Ben Graham's on that team. No, he's not. He No, he, he's not. He started in 2007. He's not on that team. Who's the punter? I don't know, but it ain't him. Find I'm sure a, he's I, not on that team. I just researched the other day. He started in, maybe he missed that season. He went over in 2006, I'm pretty sure, and played for the Jets for three years. And in 2009, he You asked him in the interview... About his Jets time, and he didn't mention Rex. He didn't mention that crazy offensive. Uh, that um, who's the crazy he guy? He had blood, he, blood cancer twice and survived. The um, uh, the D, the, the special team guy. Westoff, crazy. He didn't Mike mention Westoff. him either. So no, but uh, he definitely was under Mike Westoff because I asked him on Sunday because I I remember Chris Bryan saying that Mike Westoff basically was the guy who kicked him out of the NFL. Remember when he was punting and be yeah. like, "You'll be on a plane if you fuck this up" and shit like that, and he. Uh, ben Graham had a very similar anecdote for 
Mike West off that he was a bit of a jerk. Yeah. Well, he didn't mention it in the interview, so... I wonder if he was on I don't Hard think he Knocks. Was, I don't think he was... No, nah, I don't think he was. We'd remember that. No, no, you're right. He was on the Jets in 2007, but 2007 was the Chiefs. So we're up to the Chiefs. No, no we're no, doing... No, 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 we're past the Chiefs. Yeah, we're up to 2010 Jets, not 2007. Oh, that, I was going to say, I didn't think, I didn't think so he Because in 2009, when he played in the Super Bowl, it's when he went three teams, he was there with Eric Mangini. Yes. So yes, he was. That sounds right. He must have played like he must because he got cut like four games into that year when the Jets lost to the Patriots, and he said that Brett Favre was the quarterback that year. So he that Mangini was the coach when Brett Favre was the quarterback because then they all got fired that oh, year. Dick Dick pick Brett Favre. He said he was an awesome bloke, but you wouldn't leave him alone with your misses. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> bit of a bit of a sleazy guy, but an all but all the boys loved him. That's the sort. Of, can you imagine what he is? That old guy at your club that. The Fitzies of the world that all the boys love, but you're like, what a creep. <laughs> the fuck loves Fitzy? <laughs> Spot on. Me off. Sorry, people that like, he's a creep like Fitzy, but you like him. <laughs> I don't like Fitzy. It drives me nuts. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, no that's it. Richie, thanks for your year. Thank we really, you, pre- all the no season. Problem. We really appreciate it, mate. Uh, Dan, again, we're not continuing, but we're, we're continuing on, but obviously the Super Bowl is over. Thank you for all your hard work. No Sometimes worries. it goes tirelessly behind there it goes unrewarded but your work this year launching the video start of this year we didn't even do video so we've gone from yeah this season has been amazing and we want to thank everyone on here all our fans that tune in watch listen comment bag me we love it we seriously love every contribution we genuinely we all genuinely love this sport and we just want everyone else to love it like we do unless you're a patriot that's my only rule. No, even if you are a patriot, I know I give you guys a hard time, but just just love the sport because there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, season's over, 2018 season technically. Uh, we will be back next week. Season reviews will start. Website, thevaultstudio.com.au. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just search The Vault Studio. Patreon, if you'd like to support us, is a $1, $5 a month. Um, and you'll hear from us next week. Dan, get us out of here. Uh, don't go chasing field goals. Did you forget for a second? <laughs> <laughs>